If you are able to hear your own voice, I then was. you have configured Skype correctly. All right, cool. If you hear this message, but not your own voice, then something is wrong with your audio recording settings. Okay. Please check your fine. microphone and... It's 8 o'clock, you know, there's probably audio stuff. Well, you know what? I'll take this time to use the bathroom and update my audio drivers, and then that took 20 minutes. So you're pooping Sorry. for a really long time. Wasn't a poop. Maybe on during the show, though. Two poops. Uh, two poops, please. No sugar. Mm, you can almost feel like oh. I'm drinking a real LaCroix. What just happened, Logan? Are you okay? Huh? I'm fine. I just had my air mattress plugged in. So my mom was here. Uh, oh. When I turned my light, it's attached to the same thing as that. So, like, uh, when I turned on my light, I turned on my air mattress. This is good podcasting. All right, All right what else? Yeah. We got? What other noise is going to make? All right, let me see how loud I can get my fan on my computer to go. I'm going to channel Kevin. It's not working. It's still totally silent. Oh, guys. Also, there is like a sweet deal on audiobooks right now. Or not audiobooks, but uh, digital comic books, I mean. Which are very different than audiobooks, because they're visual. These are visual, and audiobooks are audio. And you can't hear them? Picture books. Yeah, those moving picture... No, the, the stationary picture books. Not the moving picture books. They're talkies, and if then they're you digital, talk out loud when you read them. Actually, you can move books around, though. I only read motion comics. That's the thing. It's Marvel Infinity Comics. Does that still exist? Okay. Yeah, that's actually one of the things. I remember my special edition of the Watchmen Blu-ray coming with a 40-minute uh, bat. But it's actually... Like, Picture of a comic so book ridiculous. moving around? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Gerard Brella talked over it. It was weird. I picked up, like, seven volumes of Deadpool for $12. And you can, too, audience, by using promo code, uh, however you spell the acronym of this podcast. And you're going to get some percent off. Dylan's a liar, but... yeah. Please don't use my first name on the podcast. It'll still, you can still get the steal if the podcast is posted and he'll st- still go on, which it probably won't be. Hey, since this but, episode is rated PG because the movie we picked is PG, uh, let's use this time to teach Dylan not to lie. So quit lying, Dylan. Yeah, lying is bad. Damn it. Uh, I'm going to have to cut that out. Unless you were talking about damming up the torrent of lies that are coming from your mouth in which case that's I not was. a curse word it's a double entendre so it's okay okay then i think i can legally put the clean label on this podcast then great all right hey logan sidebar oh. you want to talk about megacon at all or no on the podcast do whatever okay do whatever it is welcome to hey let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Just like you. All right, everybody. Just don't curse. Unless our... the curse word oh. is a different word. Uh, well, it's PG, so I can't curse a little bit. Yeah, there's some parental guidance involved, right? Gotta... Planet of the, Planet of the Apes is rated G, and there's butts, and he says poop on it. Yeah, but it's about apes. So it's okay oh, for enough. apes to do that. 
Whoa, where do you sit? Okay, well, we'll get into it. All right, everybody, it's time to start this movie. Slam that like button and hit the subscribe key. Do you want to introduce the movie, Dylan? I do. All right, everybody, welcome to a huge uh, podcast first. I have single-handedly punched my fist through the glass ceiling, because today's movie is Zoomanity, the highly sensual and erotic uh, show put on by Cirque du Soleil. Uh, no one under 18 permitted. That's fine for you Wait, to talk I'm about sorry. that this for a while, because I can cut uh, that out. This movie is called uh, Zootopia, which is what my Comcast Infinity voice remote thought I said when I was asking to watch Zootopia. Hmm. All right, I'm recording now. Go. Great. Hey, everybody. It's time to listen to us talk about a movie. This week's movie is a little film called Zootopia. Rated PG. Uh, it stars uh, two animals who fall in love. And discover no. that everybody's a little bit racist, um, and it teaches the kids about the privilege and the whatnot. Yeah, I um, actually I appreciated that they didn't make that a love story. They're just kind of they form a strong relationship, but not a romantic flirty, one. <laughs> Although when I uh, googled Zootopia earlier, there are a lot of there's a lot of fan art of them clearly romantically involved. It almost feels like they were supposed to be romantically involved, and then they changed it so they weren't. Like they, they're very flirty and they're very close. And at the end, she does say that she loves him. So, you're right. I, I love you too, Matt. We're friends, Logan. I more than love you. Are you going to start drawing fan art of us? Start drawing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you better Sorry. start doing that. All right. So now that we spoil the movie, um, Logan, what did you think of Zoomanity? playing daily in las vegas logan do you want to introduce the movie logan what do you think of zootopia i can do another take if you'd like i just go with that one great i like your ennui for my performance zootopia is from 2016 and it's a movie and we watched it and it has animals in it doing doing stuff so i think that's good zootopia I liked it. I thought it was neat. It was a pretty cool film for a kid's film. Matt, what did you think of Zootopia? I I agree with Logan. I think it was a good example of a kid-friendly story with mature themes that didn't seem too patronizing or annoying. Kevin? Matt? Uh, Kevin, comma. Matt, uh, could you tell us what Kevin probably thought of this movie? I feel like he's told us. Yeah, can I pretend to be Kevin while I do it? Uh, we'll edit that out and let's just say Kevin's on the show. Go ahead. You, okay. you have to like uh, have like bees or something swarming you. You need some bees in your room. Don't get trapped in there. Go ahead. Um, I think uh, it's pretty good i watched it a dozen times and i won't let my kids watch it because i don't think they'll like it as good as i did and kevin uh, i heard that there's gold and then there are hills uh, would you say those reports are accurate kevin ran off toward the uh, hills a shame. well what did i think of this movie i agree with my podcast trinity this is a pretty good movie here's the thing dudes um i when you like kids entertainment when you are a fan of some of those things you have to understand that it's not for you right 
it's I mean you can enjoy it, but you are not target audience. So there's going to be things that are very obvious to you, are maybe very like on the nose, are physical humor that's like a little silly and very slapsticky. Uh, like for example, one of my favorite shows is Steven Universe, but it is definitely for children, even though there's a lot uh, for adults to get as well. And when you're in this territory, you got to put up with some stuff. And if you know that's you out there, podcast listener in Virginia, that's right. I know you're listening to us. Um, then this probably isn't for you. But if you do want to stick around and watch and you can put up with the kitty elements, um, it might it, it, it asks a lot of very interesting questions. Um, and you might find you're having a good time. I thought this so walk would not recommend that, this movie to anyone. I thought this walked that line pretty well of as far as the kid facing movies that I've seen, uh, I thought this was remained pretty enjoyable. Yeah, there. I watched this with my sister. Uh, we 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 tend to watch like Pixar movies and stuff together. Um, and there were so many moments where we we our faces snapped to each other when a character says something like, uh, "Oh, bunnies can call other bunnies cute, but you can't call a bunny cute." Or when someone would touch a sheep's hair and like would say that's not okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there were a lot of very direct things that were kind of shocking to us. But again, this is for children, and this is to teach children concepts that they probably do not understand or are not taught, depending on how, what their uh, home lives are like. Yeah, I actually kind of wanted to ask how you guys took the the cute thing. Because when I first heard it, it's like, oh, you know, you might not know this, but it's okay for a bunny to call another bunny cute. But when you do it, it's kind of... At first, I sort of bristled at that. <laughs> it was like just a sort of reference to like derogatory terms that people reappropriate. And I kind of didn't like it. But then I forget what it was exactly, but I think the cat officer person replied in a way that was like, like, oh, I'm sorry for like patronizing you or something like that. And then I thought maybe it's not necessarily that. And maybe maybe it's just like a positive uh, plant in the seed of, you know, uh, there are things that kind of offend people that you might not know about that, you know, as long as you're open to finding that out then you're you're good yeah i think that goes back to what i was saying about um you know recognizing that this kind of entertainment is not directly for you right we don't need to be told these things that we know because we are very self-aware and very aware of uh, privilege and stereotypes but uh, i think it's it's very like didactic right like it's it's to prepare little kids for like seeing these things in real life like oh my gosh yeah you're right i shouldn't like call a fox articulate they can't speak that's fair. actually well, they can listen though foxes are pretty articulate have you heard all of the different noises they can make it's pretty insane i have it is kind of nuts uh but yeah so uh this movie starts out and adorably. humans humans can say that humans can say anything they want about any animals well, we've won the uh, the planet, I think. Did you know that the Earth is 90% humans? Why do we put up with these 10% of other things? Oh, and like 10% water? Yeah. So you need to drink up because that okay. ratio is way off. Uh, I think this movie does a good job, again, for kids. Um, it does a good job of showing like um, like soft racism stereotypes in a modern context, right? Like we're in a society that's ostensibly you know, equal and things like that. There are still like... Um, deeply long held societal norms that you know still keep people in boxes and uh like this like the city itself is you know is a paradise i guess but it's also kind of segregated as well just by happenstance 
yeah, and I think this uh, movie does a good job of that. So, so, um, some more things that are harder to see if, if you don't deal with that in your own life. Yeah, it's like a Spike Lee movie where everybody is can be getting along at one point, and then you realize, like, oh, they really are all racist, though. Well, if you want to flash forward to the end of this movie, it sort of ends on a kind of a racist joke. It reminds me of Everybody's a Little Bit Racist, the song from Avenue Q. I don't remember that part, but remember to tell me what it was. Will do. All right, so this is the part um, where we go through every detail of this film. Speaking of length, uh, Logan, I'm surprised you didn't comment on this. This was a very long animated movie. Usually they're like under an hour 30, and this was an hour 47 with credits. Yeah. I guess that means that you was enjoyed our Logan it. Logan soundboard. Uh, <laughs> I see it's working, Matt. I'm sorry Logan couldn't make it here tonight. Yeah, but we <laughs> the soundboard sounds exactly like he's here. Yeah. Exactly like I'm here. I Background love... noise and all. That's my favorite one. I want to play that one again right now. Yeah, go ahead. Exactly like I'm here. Background noise and all. Oh, that's great. And you can replay it so quickly like that. You don't have to take a lot of time to reload. Why don't you pitch it up now? Play it again. All right. Exactly like I'm here. Background noise and all. Oh, that's good. That's good. That's pretty fast. I like that. Yeah, it just took me a second to... uh, I had to alter the pitch of the file and save it and export it. Oh, I understand. I understand. So let's move on. Um, this movie starts out adorably, uh, and it's great because it's economy storytelling. It, it, it tells, it sets up the world, and it does it in a great, fun way. This little rabbit is basically uh, Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec, more or less. That's how I pictured her. And uh, it actually kind of starts out very, there's a lot of violence in this movie, like a lot of violence that seems more like an older Disney than like more modern Disney. Um, she the little gets. Well, that well, that starts out with like you know the blood and the uh, bloodlust and all the things, and then <laughs> oh yeah, right uh, away the, the uh, stage yeah, blood. Yeah, that's like the third word it said actually in the movie is bloodlust. And uh, when the rabbit gets assaulted by a fox bully, unfortunately, uh, who believes that rabbits can't be cops, he literally holds her face into the ground and scratches her, even though that is off screen. So uh, I thought uh, it started out kind of like violently. I don't know. I, I kind of picture we can get into this right now if you want. I have a lot of comments about how this feels more like a DreamWorks movie than like a Disney movie. But I'll hold those until after the show. I thought it was a DreamWorks movie. Not exactly, Logan. Exactly. Doesn't it feel so much like a DreamWorks movie? Yeah, I thought it was. Nope. I remember it had that you magic Disney that, castle yeah. at the beginning. Which whose castle is that? That is not a good defensive fortification to put your castle straddling a river. Oh, it's a 17th century, like, one of those castles built by rich, like, barons who, you know, just start doing it to have an ostentatious class, not really using it uh, for strategic value. Yeah. All right. So, uh, there's some interesting stuff in here. Uh, Let's see here. It's, I, how did you guys feel about the gendered uh, fox repellent and fox taser and fox other things? Gendered? Well, they're all pink. And it just reminds me of a lot of my friends, like, who are girls, will, like, have pink pepper spray. Oh, I didn't notice that because uh, I don't see things in in gendered uh, glasses. Well, um, I hope one day, maybe if I watch Zootopia enough, I can also look past those things. Also, most of the time when I am hanging out with ladies, they don't seem terrified. Oh, they're not grasping their like uh, belts or pockets or purses, and with uh, like a little pink thing, a little pink spray bottle held up. Yeah, most of the time. Huh? That must be me then. Maybe. All right, so what's the next thing we do on this thing? Uh, <laughs> hold on, I have some notes. Oh, yeah, uh, this episode's for young children, I guess. 
so parents leave the room. <laughs> Let us talk to your kids alone. You can dress this. Uh, hey, do you think little kids are interested in in numerology? Would they like to hear me go through like the numerological significance of different numbers that are mentioned in the movie? Please. Logan, do you yes. think kids would like that? Sounds exactly like I'm here. Background noise and all. <laughs> Thanks, Logan. You're going to have to work on that. You're going to have to work on this algorithm. I thought he had an adaptive uh, AI, but it seems pretty like uh, you know linear. <laughs> yes. So I have a question. Um, the, the front desk policeman, uh, his name is Clawhauser. Um, here's the thing. That's not Jonah Hill, nor is it Josh Gad. It's someone else I've never seen before. Hmm. And I didn't find I out know who Josh Gad is. You do, because he ruins everything he's ever in. He's I not Jonah Hill, that's for sure. He doesn't ruin everything. He makes everything a little worse with his presence. But I've definitely this seen... This was a perfect movie until Josh Gad showed up. I've definitely seen things that he was in that weren't completely ruined. Uh, you are a kinder man than I. So I I guess it's a common thing in animated movies where they kind of model the character after the voice. Like uh, like her parents, Judy Hoop's parents, Hops, Judy, Judy Hop's parents. Uh, I knew that the dad was that one guy who's always in, uh, who always has like a small part in the um, Christopher Guest movies because he sounded exactly like him and he had that kind of dopey hangdog expression. And then the wife was Bonnie Hunt. Did anybody notice that? And, notice and what? uh, what's his the name? wife was oh. Bonnie Hunt? I did notice that, but the other one, you know, I think got you're kind wrong of that about. Like, like jaw, you know, he's like, mm, it's very tough. It's cool that you get to use his British accent. You don't hear that a lot on American TV. Who did? Uh, Idris Elba. Idris Elba, is how do you say his name? Oh, yeah. He played the police chief. Yeah, I was yeah. glad they let him use his real accent, because why wouldn't you? You can do any accent you want in Zootopia. <laughs> it's like, no, this water buffalo has to have an American accent, or it wouldn't make sense. Well, I think the only people that have non-American accents are Shakira, um, Shakira Gazelle, and Idris. Elbones. That's the one. Mobo. Mobo? Bogo. His name was Bogo. Just like Publix. Because you buy one actor, you get one actor. Mm-hmm. That's in this contract. Yep. He doesn't play more than one part. Sometimes oh, those contracts, you find out when you get there that you were supposed to bring an extra actor with you. Uh, not for him. He's in the guild. Mm. So, so uh, they, I think this movie uh, their parents I are carrot farmers, oh, yeah. and they farm mm-hmm. carrots. And they mentioned that she has 275 brothers and sisters. I did some investigating, and it might have taken them two years to do that. How do they even have time to raise a family? They can have a litter per month. Damn. Logan, why did I press Sounds that exactly button? Like I'm here. here, let Background me press the button called. where Logan explains that that was a word that means something else. Like a beaver dam. Yes, I'm so glad that I had that one. For a second, I was thinking I wouldn't have something that would do that. Uh, according to this estimation... If you start with one female rabbit and their litters are 1 to uh, 14, but this said, let's just say each litter is about 6, and half of those are female, and each of them, as soon as they become able to reproduce, also start reproducing a litter a month, 
after two years, that would have resulted in uh, about 1,300 rabbits. Any guesses on how many rabbits you would have at the end of the seventh year? No. Dylan? Um, I uh, No comment. I play the fifth. This is a game called Guess How Many Rabbits, and whoever wins gets to pick the movie for next week. Okay, 100. A lot of them died because you got hungry and you ate them because you're spending a lot of energy having these rabbits. The mom did. 95 billion. Oh, that's why there are rabbits everywhere around here now. I was wondering why there's so many rabbits in this town. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah. See, what's the rabbit mortality rate? Can you look that up? You were closest, you so you get to pick the movie, Dylan. All right. Well, I think my pick for next week is Kubo and the Two Strings because I forgot that that movie existed and I would have rather watched that. All right. See you next Never week. Bye, guys. So I was kind of happy uh, in this movie. Uh, there was some things that I was glad that they had it because then we could also have it. Um, they say shut up a lot, which I don't want to let that crutch go. They also say shut but, up. and they say pregnant twice. What? They also say really? but a bunch of times. That was cool. And they had a bunch of naked animals. And they made a whole are, thing about it, about how it was are weird. Are we getting to that scene? I don't know. Are we? Can we? Please. Okay. Let's spin What the poop. F- was that scene? That was amazing. <laughs> what? <laughs> so it starts, it couldn't have started off um, in more less auspiciously with a what, Tommy Chong doing a boring stoner character that was identical to the car in the Cars movies. <laughs> and his whole thing is very was boring. And it's kind of like offensive new agey. Cars movies? Yeah, I think he also plays a hippie in the car movies. I haven't seen the car movies. Cars? Yeah, I haven't seen them either. That's why I was surprised. But Yeah, well, yeah. it's weird that he, he plays the same stereotype that he plays in each movie. Based uh, on Disney. your guess, uh, from what I'm hearing. I think I've seen a clip in the trailer where he is a Volkswagen van and he talks about, you know, being organic fuel and whatnot. And he's, you know, a big stoner. So, also, I think those are the only times you see not mammals, or the insects in his head. I don't know if that's true. This movie's mm-hmm. offensive to non-mammals. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, at one point, they... they are talking about animals, and they just use the word mammals, like, interchangeably. It's true, and I don't think... I mean, you guys are, have sharper eyes than me, um, with your mammal eyes. Uh, I feel like there weren't any other non-mammals besides those bugs in his head. Those, like, fireflies. I don't remember any. Yeah. Logan, do so, you remember any? Hold on. Let me play a thing. Oh, sure. Yeah, load it up. You really need to get a solid state hard drive. That'll make this a lot quicker. Logan, do you remember any? Damn. <laughs> All right. The internet says he was not in cars. Oh, okay. Am I getting my chonks confused? My cheeches, rather? Yes. It wasn't Chong Cheechman, it was Cheech Chongman. Oh, my mistake. Another Dylan McDermott situation. Dermot but we're kind of like a car in that we are playing with gas. Full throttle on this one. V8s all around. So, um, could you notice that this movie originally uh, was supposed to star Jason Bateman as the Foxman instead of Jennifer Goodwin as the Bunny Lady? And then they had to change it in 2014 because audiences were reacting more to the Bunny than they were to the Fox? I didn't know that, but that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it seems like a lot of changes do. And they had to bring another director to like help finish it. To ch- completely change it around, but I f- you can see you can see definitely some vestigial parts of that. You don't hire Jason Bateman to be the second person in an animated film, and you don't hire Jennifer Goodwin to be the first. This looks like so. Yeah, yeah, 
Go ahead. I was still oh, researching I was this cars oh, thing. I there. I remember seeing. Was it Willie Nelson? Maybe. I don't know. It was uh, some hippie jerk loser who voiced a. Oh wait, it's George Carlin. Never mind. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> and then he died. Well, he got to spend his twilight years playing a character in maybe two Cars movies. He died a couple years ago. It looks like they uh... got Tommy Chong. He was probably in jail. So, how is this movie like a DreamWorks movie? Logan, do you want to say? Uh, it's more mature, and it's got tales of mature themes, which a lot of like I don't know, DreamWorks movies seem to do. Like Ants, if I recall correctly, handled a lot of social structure and hierarchy and whatnot, whereas Bugs Life was just I don't know a ripoff um, of Ants. Well, no, they were very different movies. Yeah, but. I don't know which one was in production first, but I'm sure that one of them was because the other one was in production, right? Probably. See, a lot of controversy there. That was, I think, before What's-His-Name left? Jason Katzman? That's not his name. Uh, Katzenberger? Jeffrey Katz... No, wait, that's not right either. You know who I'm talking about. The he was the Disney executive. detective? For... The Catman? Yeah, the Great Mouse Detective. You got it. He the left Disney... Exactly. He left Disney, and then he made Ants, and then he made Shrek, which had several direct indictments on Disney. Uh, I remember being a child and seeing Bugs Life and Ants coming out around the same time, and I said, uh, I'm in fifth grade. Ants looks like it's more mature film for me. Bugs Life looks like it's for little kids, so I never saw, I've never seen Bugs Life. I did see Ants, though. That's good. You're not missing out. Yeah, you made the right call. Yeah, it's a weaker one. I know it's a weaker Pixar. So yeah, Logan, I think you're right. This movie has like a... a really like deep sense of sarcasm and especially a reverence and uh like a lot of direct references to things there's an extended godfather parody i, I mean I guess oh, the yeah. Kids are, yeah the kids are gonna that. get that uh there's a lot of like innuendo like you're saying a lot of like double, well not a lot of double entendres but yeah just a general sense of a reverence and there's a lot of meta humor about animated films um that i don't i, I don't remember seeing in like frozen or tangled or something like that uh I love the joke where she's in her city, the rabbit is in her apartment, and um, she's sad, right? Uh, and she's talking to her parents, and then she's real sad, and then sad music plays, and then her roommates next door tell her to turn off the sad music, and it turns out it's diegetic sound, and you assumed it was, and you assumed it was a score playing to highlight the sadness. Yeah, and, and I like the, when the other neighbor is like, and then hey, didn't you hear her conversation? She feels like a failure. Leave her alone. Yeah, that was pretty great, too. Uh, also, I love how it makes fun of like the I Wish songs that Disney movies do, where the, the protagonist sings a song about what they wish they were doing, where the police chief where says, oh, no, this isn't a movie where you do that. And there's, and there's no songs in the movie. So yeah. I, I, th- I appreciated that as a cynical adult. Um, let's see here. Also, my sister, though, I was watching this movie with, totally pointed out the first time she saw the character um, when Jason Bateman Fox is trying to like scam some uh, some like popsicles. And we're going to get into that. Uh, he his accomplice okay. uh, pretends to be his child. Uh, he's actually a grown oh. adult, Finnick Fox. Yeah, he's a my Finnick sister's Fox. Like, oh no, that's Finnick Fox. That's not his kid. And yeah, that's right. I spotted that too, and I thought maybe they were just being racist and like like all foxes are related. I think they do make a joke that like all foxes know each other or something, and there's a lot of there's a lot of really direct things here. I'm trying to I remember think there was that, the I, title I didn't like of the, the big extended Fox Lives Matter bit. Oh, that was, <laughs> was too much. Shut up. All right. I'm trying to remember the name. They had the uh like bootlegs laid out. Here's a picture. Floats. Oh yeah. Oh, because yeah. it's otters. And then they have two movies that weren't out yet. They have Mo- Moana 
and Jurassic. Jurassic. Yeah. Years. Was Pig Hero Six out yet? Yes. That came out two years before this movie. Did it? Did. Hey, uh, do you want to guess whether or not this movie was a commercial success? Yes, it was. Logan, do you have a guess? Uh, I guess that it was as well. Hold on, let me Google it. I I just thought to ask this question now. All right, the budget was a hundred and fifty million. Ooh, that's a steep. All right, let's see. The box office was only twenty four million over one billion dollars. So it was oh, one billion. It probably broke even. And twenty four million. No, that's pretty. How many times is that? Do What's the, the old math, adage, though? Like, okay, you take the bu- to get a movie's marketing budget, you take the movie's budget, and then you multiply it by, I think, by ten. So that's about right. It, it broke even. Yeah. All right, now explain us the popsicle griff so we can all do it. Okay, so here's their plan. Uh, I guess the fox was going to try to guilt someone in this icicle, this ice cream parlor, to giving him a giant fifteen dollar popsicle. Then he melts down the juice. He uh, turns them into little popsicles. Uh, He freezes them again, and he uh, sells them for $2 each, making a tidy profit of some amount. Um, Is this sustainable? Well, we need to know, like, the gas prices and stuff and how much is he splitting with the guy who's pretending to be his kid. But um, also, I like that he sold it to the lemmings. He set up shot outside. (laughs) I have a comment about that as well. All right. Do you want to do that? It blew my mind and then i saw this later in trivia on imdb which i'll also get into uh it i thought it was very offensive that they portray lemmings as like the stereotype that they you know like they would walk off a cliff if they could right they just follow each other they don't have a brain themselves because that was invented by disney like in the 50s uh in like a disney nature film you know they were like throwing lemmings off off cliffs oh yeah when they got that turn turntable and like threw a bunch of murder a bunch of lemmings because I mean, they're like, oh, lemons apparently go off cliffs. All right, let's kill a bunch of lemmings to make them go off cliffs because we can't see this in nature. Right, that was yeah. invented by Disney I, in the 50s. I think they actually used that in this so that they maintain the trademark to lemming, lemmings doing that. Oh, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, they, they were in danger of losing it for a while um, after those PC games in the 90s, but they got it back. Um, I do have a question, though. Uh, he, yeah, was trying to get them to sell him the giant elephant pop, even though they didn't want to sell it to non-elephant type creatures. If it hadn't been for, uh, what was the cop's name? Bunny Cop. Speaking of that rabbit, uh, they made Judy. her eyes purple because they thought that her coloring was too boring. Okay. So, uh, Judy, if uh, Judy hadn't shown up, would he, and he had been able to convince them to sell him some... Would he have just bought it? Because that's really a long shot to go there and count on talking them into it and one of them buying it for you. Kind of feel like he might have planned on just conning them out of one. But then when she came in and made such a big deal about like, oh, you should give him one. Then he's like, oh, well, she's a mark. I'll just act like I don't have money and she'll pay for it. You know, we'll never know. Um, His performance had so much uh, resimilitude. I'm saying that word correctly, so you don't need to double-check me on that. Maybe we Uh, will know. Zootopia 2 is coming out. Oh, that's great. What are they going to... I mean, of course it is, but why? Oh, money, that's right. Yeah, a billion dollars. Well, today's money, that's only what? Like $999 billion? Million? Um, Do the math, kids. 
So this movie had, uh, I don't know. You remember when you were a kid and you'd ask your parents a question and then they'd tell you to figure it out like for learning, but really it's just because they didn't want to do it. They didn't want to figure it out. My parents would tell me, I don't know if they didn't know the answer or something. (laughs) Also, I had the internet, um, but it was like pre-Wikipedia. So you got some gnarly answers on that wild net. So this movie has one of the first depictions of a gay couple in a Disney film, The Roommates. That was confirmed. The Roommates? The Roommates, her loud, uh, angry roommates. The people that you never see? That you saw two times. Yep. They were a couple. Based on the that thing? Based on the voice actor saying so on Twitter. No, I mean, was that whole thing based on... Uh, what was that thing called? Wait, Matt, the... you're going to get into this too? It's based on something that I've never heard of. Apparently there was a pre-internet viral thing. With the recording of the, the neighbors? Of two yelling neighbors or yes. something? I was trying to find this online. I couldn't find it. I feel I like there it. was like a documentary about it. There's a documentary about every pre-internet thing. There's the Winnebago <laughs> Man. There's um, like other ones. Little, little Man or something? You kept calling him Little Man? Maybe it's uh, Yeah, that's that's right. So, you know, in real life, if a fox talked back to a police chief like that fox... Shut said, up, Little Man. That's what it's called. Shut up, Little Man? Yep. All right. So Shut I up, like little man. Um, it, it had that a lot was just of me good, talking to you. like, whimsical, fun moments, but I liked that it was relatively grounded. Like, the climax just takes place in a museum. Like, it's like a little chase in a museum. Uh, the, the jungle part in the middle gets a little crazy, but for, for the most part, it's pretty It's pretty grounded. There's not a bunch of, like, crazy, whoa, or in this, like, super crazy thing. Other than, like, kind of, uh, you know, the whimsy of the, towards the beginning, towards the beginning, middle of the film. But yeah, I thought it's, um, I mean, you could say it's kind of lazy, I guess, but I kind of liked it. It, it went with the themes. Like, there's not, I usually think of animated films as, like, uh, ending, like, in some crazy giant thing that completely changes the world, or as, like, some huge secret uh, hidden knowledge. True, like, and, uh, everything this, will be different now. Right, yeah, and this, I mean, it is kind of different. It's different in the sense that I guess everyone's a little more aware of their own prejudices in this town, but... Well, um, this movie was kind of uh, more pragmatic in, in a lot of ways. Did you guys like Jenny Slate as the assistant mayor? Yes, Bell until Leather, she did that thing that she did. Oh, I hated that thing she did. She I was such a fan of her. It was. She wasted blueberries. If he just tilted his mouth slightly, he could have eaten that blueberry. Mm-hmm. So, like... how about the references to Breaking Bad? I've never seen that show, but even I knew that's what that was. Yeah, was there more I... than one? I only caught the one. Well, there was the well, one, but it was like extended, right? Their names were Walter and Jesse, and you know they were they looked like him a little bit, and they were, you know, I mean, they were like making meth, right? They were making night howler meth. Wait, did they look like him? I don't even remember seeing characters. I didn't register that. I just uh, when they snuck in, the guy, somebody knocked on the door, and he was like, "Oh, that's Jesse and Walter." Yeah, definitely that too. And I guess just the idea of of them, you know, wearing the yellow suits and like making meth in a lab. I know that's a thing that people do, but. That's yeah, it's a reference to real life. Reference to real life when the, it, that's what you don't see uh, when you buy your meth. Isn't that interesting, children? You get to see the whole process. Yeah, people want to get their meth, but they don't want to see how the meth gets made. Exactly. This movie has a disturbing implications about uh, racism. It, it it says it's this like inherent genetic thing instead of a learned behavior. Wait, that's does it? Scary. Does it with like a? It, it takes out so you get the shot, you get the nine howler, right? You eat that flower, and then it turns you into your bestial monster self. No, but that uh, the thing is that would happen with anybody, like that well, stuff. It's just they were intentionally doing it to the predator species. So oh, so if we gave it to the seem... rabbit, it would go nuts. Did that happen? Yeah, that's yeah. what they said. That uh, that's why her dad was telling them to 
uh, steer clear of them, of the night howlers. She really, uh, oh, that's right. She really pooped at that press conference. Am I right? Oh, this is PG. I get one. Poop. Great. Edit out the second. Poop. And the third. No. I'm going to cut all that out. Try one more time. And then if not, then this isn't going to be a clean episode. Okay. Just one? Yeah. How many do I get? One more try. I mean, he said some, something about apartment two that was. I mean, you can always put like a soundboard of like bleeps or like kitten sounds or something every time he swears. I'm kind of burnt out on working on soundboards though because I stayed up really late working on the soundboard to make Logan tell me that I should make a soundboard that I just played. Uh, well, that's only a soundboard. It can't give you any new information. <laughs> Exactly. And that's a that's a hidden Simpsons joke, the just like the like hidden Mickey's that were in this right. film. Like the hidden exactly. what? Did All right, so the most Mickey's? interesting part of this movie was actually not the most interesting. But we me? kind of talked around. You're not it. responding to me talking anymore. No one is. Logan, we got this. So we need to talk more about the part where they go to a, an animal nudist compound, and it's beautiful because it is disgusting. All of these animals that have no genitals. They're wearing no clothes, are like doing yoga stretches and all a bunch of crazy things, like uh, spreading their Poop. cheeks and whatnot. Are you saying that people without genitals are disgusting? No, I'm saying that it's yeah, that's hilarious. Messed up, Dylan. Oh, I, I would only think that. I would never say that. Um, what I'm saying is that I love the irony of being disgusted by like um, non-atomically atomically correct animals not wearing clothes. Whereas the idea that, that you know in cartoons funny. you put like a shirt on a bear and he's totally fine. Or sometimes funny. don't have them wear clothes at all. Or don't have them wear clothes at all. Yeah, also, I that was an amazing part. They never use the word nudist. They use the term naturalist. That's true. That's true. And did you know that the um, the elephant who teaches yoga is named Nangi? And Nangi means a naked woman in Hindi. Really? There you go. Also, is it offensive to make the, like, the, the yoga instructor an elephant? Yes. All right, we solved that racism. Uh, can you guys help me write my problematic thing piece about Zootopia? Yeah, yeah. by doing this. It's podcast. probably going to be a medium article, but it, it, I'm going to try to get on Mike.com. Um, so this movie made me like laugh out loud a few times. Um, Count thy ways. I don't remember because I only wrote one of them down because they had a night court scene. <gasps> It didn't play, take place in night court, but they used the night court style joke where guy was moving too slow, and they were annoyed by that. Oh yeah, that did remind me of that. Which Wasn't I that some ju- amazing? <laughs> just recently realized is apparently a lot of the jokes on night court are designed to stretch time because it doesn't matter because it's the '80s and everyone watches TV and nothing else. The part that really got me was when he told the joke when he was uh, what do you call a camel with three humps? Pregnant. And then the sloth just stares at him blank-faced, which is the appropriate reaction to that joke. But then you slowly see his face, like his eyes widen and his face turn into the most joyous expression ever. That was some good face acting. I'm sure like the animator had to like watch someone's face slowly opening like that. Uh, I did notice that there was not a single... Um... Um, animal disclaimer that no animals were harmed in this, so I assume they had to do some pretty serious poop to get these animals to make these faces. Dylan, you keep cursing. Yeah, they probably did. And when uh, on that scene when he uh, tells the joke again to his coworker, that coworker is voiced by Kristen Bell. And the joke there is that the character Anna she plays in Frozen talks very quickly. Hey, did you see Frozen? Yeah, yeah, a while ago. Did you like it at all? I liked Frozen, sure. All right. Do you didn't like it? 
I just I never enjoyed any part of it. I don't think. I think I might have like tangled more, but I liked Frozen. It was I, it was fine, and it was like I liked what it was doing. I do like that theme song though. It gets stuck in my head. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. That's a good one. I think um, some of the people who did Avenue Q and the Book of Mormon wrote the songs for that. I could be getting that confused. Well, you know, Josh Gad was in the Book of Mormon. The most annoying part of that movie. You're right. And Alan Tudyk was the best. Yeah, that was uh, that was one of the things I was thinking of that. I wouldn't call the Book of Mormon ruined. Well, you know, and the uh, when I was in New York a couple months ago, he was not part of the cast, so he didn't ruin it. The character that he played was great, though. Good job. Do you know that uh, Alan Tudyk's in this movie too? He plays a character called Duke Weaselton, and that's a reference to Frozen. Is it? His, his character in Frozen was called the Duke of Lesselton. Mm, my face is slowly turning into a smile with big eyes. Yay! And then he can do that laugh. So yeah, isn't that funny though? The DMV takes forever. Am I right, children? Don't you get that joke, with <laughs> kids? Yes, kids love DMV jokes. Uh, the jungle part in the middle remind me of Emperor's New Groove when they're falling down the vines and whatnot. Actually, I I liked DMV jokes when I was a kid because the DMV to me was just a joke from cartoons. Like yeah, Rockus Modern Life taught us that. I think. I think I've been to the DMV twice in my life, maybe like once to take my driver's test and once to like. I don't know. Get Take my... your driver's test again when you had your license forcibly taken away from you? Oh, that's what it was. The first time was learner's permit, and the second one was driver's license. So um, is this is an appropriate forum to ask questions about the DMV. Is that correct, Logan? Hold on. Wait. He's... Exactly. Okay, we did it. There we go. All right. Uh, thank you. Uh, so uh, my license expires uh, at the end of this year. Uh, what's the process of renewing that? Because I know things have changed in the last several years. You do it online, and uh, they mail it to you, and that's all. Okay, do I? I don't think I. Well, no, I'm not going to say that part. But um, how many points on your license do you need to have before they take it away from you? As um, many as you can. Our it's a high score thing, right? Score. Okay, Here. it's on a golf. I thought it was a golf thing. I can actually go ahead and start putting your license stuff through. Go ahead and read your full license number to me. Well, I save it um, on my phone in a picture, so let me just get that out. Hold it up All to right. the microphone. Got it. Okay. Looks like it's. Wait, do you have a, do you guys have a few minutes? No. Let's see what I got here. Um, but yeah, they'll just mail it to you unless you need to get a new picture taken, which they do that every once in a while. I think the picture I was... is the one that I was uh, that I took when I was fifteen. Do yeah, I, I think picture? I was. I think I was about thirty before they made me take a new picture. I was almost thirty, and I still had my ID photo was a sixteen-year-old. Matt, I'm almost thirty, and that's exactly my situation right now. Yeah, then you're probably gonna have to go in. Oh, no. I hate the DMV. It's full of sloths. And you know how they take forever, the DMV. That's racist. Yeah, Dylan, didn't this movie teach you anything? I'm not a racist. I'm a realist. This movie taught you that each different type of person, uh, there really is different things that they do, but we have to treat them as if that's not a problem. Don't you guys think that predators are strong and loud? Aren't they kind of annoying? Oh, hold on. Predators are strong and deadly. They're invisible. I don't know how you're bothered by them. You can't even see them. That was from the episode where we talked about Predator. Oh. Oh, yeah. That was before, um, I think that was, like, what, 20 years ago when that movie came out? Yeah, I was too young to be on the show. Yeah. So, I thought I had a note here. And then I don't. No, I do. Here we go. 
Uh, Matt, leave all this in, please. They've got uh, Catholicism exists in this world. I don't remember because that. Because the, the polar bear crossed himself. Oh. One of the polar bear guards of the uh, Godfather Vol. Which is also racist. Yes. And his daughter was something. She was great. She was something else. I love that rat daughter. So this movie's pretty much The Wire. Even have a, it even has Idris Elba. In that you didn't like it for a while and then you really liked it? I don't know what you're... T- oh, yeah, that is kind of... It, it Definitely, you're not going to love it the first episode. First of all, they say Avon Barksdale and McNulty way too much. That's a good drinking game. Watch the first episode and do that. But once you get it, once it gets its hooks into you, you can't escape. No, it's about, you know, like institutional and trags. The trags is a guns. <laughs> and uh, wait, no, hold on. Let me say that again. Institutional. Okay, I said it right. And, uh, you know, about like having to work in the system, dealing with stereotypes. And you're not trying to do an amazing art job. You're just trying to do your job. But the system makes it so hard for you to do that. And um, racism as well. And stereotypes. And that's the conclusion to my speech. Did I make it into three minutes? What's my grade on this? Hold on, let me play a thing from Logan. Oh, technical problems. All right. Uh, I think we should maybe cancel this class. I think you should give me an A. Um, that's what this podcast is, right? It's a public speaking class. I failed it every semester for the last, I don't know how many, 10 semesters, but I will pass it someday. I'm getting better a little bit at a time. So this movie was pretty good. It ends with Shakira singing as a gazelle, and her name is Gazelle. Um, we missed some stuff. I am an old person because I don't watch a lot of these animated films. I'm more of a... Um, My old person an adult. You got it. Uh, All right, I finally got that clip but, to play. Oh, you finally got it to work. Yeah, you need to upgrade the RAM on your box, on your on your Logan box. So I love how casually beautiful this is. And I, I, that says more about me than about this movie, right? Because that's what they all look like now. It just, every frame is amazing. Like the texturing, it looks lived in, looks beautiful. They've completely mastered how to do fur now. They, they used to not be able to do that so great. Yeah. It just looks so amazing. And there's millions of little touches in the background on the characters. I mean, I guess every movie looks like this now. Huh? I don't know. I don't know. Some of the non-animal uh, shots looked almost real like a beautiful real thing almost uh westworld in a bit logan watch westworld haven't forgotten about that but kids uh, don't watch westworld he's old enough he can do it Is kids westworld at home like wayne's world what it's, mm. wayne's world? world party time excellent logan Matt, can you watch up, wayne's can world. you up the uh can you up the volume on this logan thing and also can you um enunciate can you up the enunciation as well no i feel yes. like the logan soundboard is getting further and further away from my computer every time i press it it vibrates a little further away from the microphone fair enough it's much too heavy for me to move so we're wrapping this up do you guys want to hear some goofs from the imdb goof page Since? yes no all right, I oh, got no. one yes and one no. Um, I'm the tie goes to the president of the Senate. That's me. I say yes. Uh, let's see here. In the DMV what? scene, oh wait, no, here is a better one. There are 15 missing mammals, mammals, and not one and a half dozens, as Mayor Lionheart says, which is 18. Yeah, I thought they said there was 14. Here we go. The iCarrot smartphone is obviously removed from iPhone in the actual world. Judy used her smartphone to take videos in the Cliffside Hospital for several times with a touch on. However, in the actual world, you are not able to use these two functions on an iPhone at the same time. I hope someone got fired for that one. Well, this is an wow, alternate reality. Really though. cool. It's like, I hope someone got fired for that. 
And then despite the name, Weaselton is clearly a stoat, not a weasel. And you can tell because he has a long tail with a black tip, which is characteristic of stoats. Weasels have a short tail with no black tip. This is so this educational. To get fired, whoever made that mistake. Well, I see. I'm picking the ones that are the least helpful according to the people who voted because I think those are the real truths that are being covered by fake news, covered up. It was a blunder. I don't oh, know if it go. was a mistake. Here's one. Five of 23 found this interesting. When Nick says, be careful now, or it won't just be your dreams getting crushed, the green door of the frozen Yakgird shop is on the left. When Judy's standing in the wet cement, the door is on the right. Oh, brother. Oh, here we go. Uh, you know, Duke Weaselton escapes into the Little Redentia district. Right before he slips through the small entrance, he throws the bag of onions over the wall while he's still running. From the bird's eye view, we see the bag flying with a lot of forward momentum, and Duke stops close to the entrance on the other side and catches the bag, which drops vertically into his paws. Both events are wrong, because due to the momentum of the throw, the bag would land far behind the entrance, and it would also land at an angle. <laughs> Oops. Also, I found a mistake in that mistake-telling, in that it wasn't onions. Right. The onions were in quotes. I tried to emphasize that in how I was speaking. I'm sorry uh, I failed. You should have tried harder, yeah. All right, here's some plot holes. If Judy is considered unfit for police duty because of her size, as all cops are large animals, then who polices Little Rodentia? That's a good point. Is yeah, it lot, because Little Rodentia is controlled by the mob, as we see later, and so the police are just don't mess with that area? I think that's an open question. Uh, also, did you know that the... Uh, this is not a goof, this is a trivia. Um, I guess there's a news reporter, right, who's a moose, uh, who's based on a real person... Peter Mansbridge, Peter Mansbridge, Peter Moosebridge. They changed the animal and actor in different countries for like significant animals to them. So in Australia, he's a koala. In Japan, it's a tanuki. What was the name in those? Uh, let's see. Um, it does not say. I do not find this interesting. IMDb, give me the names. Okay. Oh yeah, I was right. There are no reptiles, birds, fish, or amphibians throughout the entire movie. Instead, there's only mammals and occasional fly. Yeah. Which? What are? Um... What are the otters predators of? A Damn. fish, I guess, right? But, oh, I gotta put this in the IMDb uh, goof section. Thanks, man. Also, animals can't talk normally. Oh, that is a goof. Most of them. Some of them are Ooh, cops, though. Were clothes, either. I've, I've seen all, dogs do both The ones that were clothes, were they wearing full outfits, or were they doing... They were all wearing full clothes, right? They all had pants and shirts? I'm pretty yeah, sure that, so. yeah, they had pants. All right. So what would we say about this movie? You know what? It's on Netflix. Go watch it, I guess. It's going to teach you how to not be in that. Goose Man! Poop! Dylan, what was you the th- joke at the mm-hmm. end? Also, quit cursing. Oh, uh, well, they said that in this movie, right? No. It's PG. All right. So, uh, well, it ends when they're in the car. They're both police officers. And he, uh, the fox, says something about how rabbits can't drive. And then um, the bunny laughs it off and then says that she loves him. And so she... What does this teach you? Okay. All right. It's okay to be racist towards bunnies if you have a bunny friend. Which really, she should have used that opportunity to start a discussion about whether or not it's okay to to make self aware specious jokes like that. It's not her her responsibility um, to enact the labor to educate that fox. That's true, but it would help both of them. And if she is his friend, then she should care about uh, 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 his, his that. Do you think they're going to date in the next movie? I mean, they were they were real. They had a lot of chemistry. I hope not. Like I said, that was something that I appreciated about it is that they didn't have it be a love story. It kind of was though. I mean, they were very close and they were total strangers. 
for like the five days that this movie took place in. But why are you saying that that's a love story? Just because they're uh, different genders? I don't know. It's 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 an open question. I do love the scene where uh, she he, she makes up with him and she puts her little head in, in his belly and then he like cheers her up. That was very sweet. Yeah. Ooh, and were I a child, I know the Jason Bateman fox pretending to be a wild animal would have scared the Boop. out of me, even though that was just a fake out. And you cursed again. Whoops. Scared the poo-poo out of me. Sorry, kids. We'll just do, we'll get uh, the, the whole bunch of alts for me to plug in after we're done talking. Maybe this will be a Patreon-exclusive, uncensored Zootopia discussion. Oh, people will want that so much. Mm-hmm. Especially uh, the that's kids. That's a $5 over. Well, I ran out of things to say long ago. I think we covered what happened. There was uh, people were jerks, and there was a plan to make make it be bad because uh, they were going to shoot those plants that makes people go crazy. They just did it to the predators, and so then everybody, all the non-predator species were scared of them, and they started being really discriminatory. So every conspiracy theory you've ever had is totally true. And that was Jenny Slate's plan. Oh, yep, she's great. It's too bad she was only speaking of the F word. She was only on one season of SNL, probably mostly due to her saying the F word on her first episode. I remember that. Yeah, that was insane. I saw that live. That's, yeah, me too. That was pretty fun. I had to rewind that on my DVR. All right, so we would give this movie an eight out of eleven. Well, that was a movie. Uh, what's uh, what's your favorite scene? Yes. Was it, was it a movie though? Was it? Well, it, had, it was a moving picture. Uh, it was a talkie as well, but not a singing. There was no singing, unless your name is Shakira. Unless well, my name is Shakira? Scene. I have a hard time remembering. Matt, your favorite scene. scene was the DMV thing. Um, my I favorite scene... I, guess, I, don't know, I think my favorite scene is probably when they were like on the bridge, and they were like scared poopless from like that ravenous person. Why did I oh, include curses in the Logan soundboard? That was my fault. Uh, that's a user error, I think. Um, My favorite scene was the whole movie because it was cute as a button. I don't know if I had to pick a scene. Let's see. I like that part, the the DMV and the reaction to the joke, and I liked uh, I liked the neighbor thing, especially when uh, they you realize that they completely overheard her entire conversation, and then she sort of whispers to herself, "Tomorrow's another day," and then one of the neighbors goes, "It might be worse though." That was a great part. I'm sure that's something that they'll um, ratchet up to make it not fun at all in the next movie. I'll say my favorite scene was when the fox man was, when she was trying to get him to help her and he didn't want to. And he uh, talked about how, uh, how stuff works, gave her a little lesson, and then she gave him a lesson back by recording him. Maybe I just like right, the part that she was so, recording him without uh, his knowledge, because I like to do that. Uh, as long as you don't use it for anything, as long as it's for private use, you're good. Blackmail? Um, regular mail. If you mail it to them, that's fine. Do not put it in a black envelope. So, moving on from that, next week's movie is the unreleased documentary that was made by Sting's wife about the aborted version of The Emperor's New Groove that was ultimately remade as The Emperor's New Groove. It, thank, I think you can find it online somewhere. It's fascinating. Logan, what have you been watching lately? I haven't really been watching anything lately. I've been reading a lot of comics. That's cool. Do you read those out loud? Because if so, they're movies. Any comics you want? And do you move them around? Uh, Because sometimes I move them around. I'm like, whoa! 
I'm moving around my hands right now, like I'm around the room with my tablet to make the comic move. You ever take really a bubble bath? It, but I still do it sometimes. Hey, Matt, guess what color case Logan has for his tablet? All right, I'm going to guess Zebra Stripe. Wrong. One more time. Uh, inverted Zebra Stripe. Uh, it's orange. That joke was only for us, but it's all it's truth. It's not even a joke. Yeah, if you were one of us, you would be hitting mute to contain your laughter every time I guessed a color that wasn't orange. Exactly. So, so Logan, when you read Incredible Hulk comics, what is your voice you use when you read the Incredible Hulk parts where he says things? Hulk smash! It's a good one. What if he says something else? Hulk. Hulk has nuanced opinions about race problems in America. No, that's not how Hulk does. Is the Hulk, uh, so when he's the Hulk, he is, he's not Bruce Banner, right? Yeah. Okay, so he's like a dumb guy, but he's got strong fists? Uh, depends on how angry he gets. The angrier the get, he gets, the smarter he gets, too. Which is weird. Is it a Jekyll Hyde situation where, like, he doesn't know what he did as the Hulk? Uh, kind of, yeah. Okay. Is, uh, is the Hulk stronger than Thor? Uh, depends on how angry he is. That's fair. I mean, there was an event called uh, Planet Hulk. It involved Hulk getting shot off to space, then going to a different planet, then becoming the ruler of that planet, and marrying someone, and, like, having her, a kid, or almost a kid, but they got blown up in a spaceship, so then the Hulk gathers the army from that planet that he took over. Oh, it was, like, also, like, a slave planet, and he freed all the slaves, and he brought everyone together, and brought peace to the first time ever in the planet, and, like, had a wife, and then the, plant, the ship blew up. So he's like, I'm going to go back and I'm going to kill the guys who shot me in the space because they put a bomb on my ship and it killed my wife. And yeah. I'm really pissed off. Basically all of the Marvel dorks on Earth. That was a very comprehensive explanation of something that now I don't have to read. But here's the thing that you didn't talk a lot about. Was he always angry as a parent? Uh, that. Okay, well, is he angry with his wife, with his space wife? He was no, awesome like, yeah, as Space Hulk. Bruce Banner, too, and then, like, he was able to, like, be with her as Bruce and the Hulk. I'd way rather be with the Hulk than Bruce Banner. I like that one moment when he accidentally turned back into Bruce Banner for a second, like, around the campfire. Matt, what have you seen, Lily? Uh, well, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I've been meaning to watch for a while. So Cut it down. This week, um, I watched Patriot again. That movie sucks. Oh, I watched, like, an episode of that. Not The Patriot. Yeah, the TV show. Um, also, I realized when I rewatched it, I must have really not been paying attention to the first episode because I noticed all kinds of stuff that I really should have noticed the first time around. And also, I think I said that it would probably take a few episodes to get into, but I think the parts that I was thinking of before it, like, got me to want to watch it more, I think those all happened in the first episode. So I'm confused. What do you think, Logan? I mean, I just watched the first episode. It seemed all right. Maybe I just like suicidal folk singer movies, TV shows. Yeah. Um, and uh, I watched a bunch of old uh, Ghost Rider episodes today. Ghost Rider? Yeah. Like the writing ghost? Not the one that rides, all right? The writer. Yeah, the one that writes. Did you guys know that Ghost Rider... He is a ghost of an escaped slave. Wait, Ghost Rider, the old kids show on PBS? Yes. No. Yeah, it's true. It casts a whole new light on the whole thing. Like, it makes a lot of sense. 
Wait, were you just trying to get me to listen to this um, after you talked about a show I've never seen? What? Because it worked! I'm on board with this podcast. Let's talk about Ghost Rider. Uh, Wishbone or Ghost Rider, what's your favorite uh, mid-90s P- uh, PBS classic? Uh, Ghost Rider, because that was on at a time that I could watch it. Fair enough. So uh, why don't I remember the backstory of that? Because I choose not to? Or because you're lying about it? What backstory? Uh, that the Ghost Rider is, uh, is a slave? Because they slave. never address it in the series. How do you know this? Because the writer confirmed it. Okay, that's really cool. I, w- I wish I had that power. Yeah, it does a whole lot of times. You're like, like when the Ghost Rider shows up and is trying to figure out what's going on, the first thing he asks is like, where are the children? Are they safe? It's like, oh. Also, I wish he could just like, his spirit could be at peace after his like, probably really hard life. It's a shame that he has to like babysit these dumb kids. Yeah, I was wondering, he came out of a book. By the way, Sam Jackson is in the first scene of the first episode. Wonderful. And I think he's in a couple more episodes. But um, the Ghost Rider came out of a book, and I was wondering why he's got to either be in that book because he was, like, murdered with that book, or because someone at some point, like, used a spell to trap him in there. So not only is he an ex-slave, he's also possibly the victim of uh, some kind of sorcery, some kind of racist sorcery. Oh my god, those Ku Klux Klan wizards were, were actual magicians. Oh, let's write this book. It all makes sense now. Was the book he was in called Uncle Tom's Cabin? That makes more sense now. I don't think they showed what the book was. They just showed it fall over when Sam Jackson was like yanking I, this old yeah. trunk around. I do appreciate that um, the series had you know the foresight to keep it ambiguous so we can kind of draw our own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Uh, me too. Uh, second in anybody? Can I get an amen or something? Sorry, I've been watching a lot of Drag Race. Uh, she says, RuPaul says that at the end of every episode. Uh... I've been watching a lot of Amen. Oh, that's a great show. I've been watching a lot of Elementary, and then Lie to Me. And then, what other procedurals go on for 20 years I've never seen? Um, Criminal Minds. Uh, Lie to Me, I'm pretty sure, was like two seasons. What's the one with the hat? James Spader wears a hat. That one, too. James Spader. Oh, uh, 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 James Spader hat. Uh, black hat. Big hat. James Spader, now with hat. I read an interview with James Spader that said that it was his idea to wear the hat. And I have to assume most of the success of the show comes from the hat. That's the only thing that I can think of when I think of that show. He is a genius. I cannot Logan. even think of the name of the show, but I can remember that hat. Um, I forgot that Logan is under a spell. We need to make sure he's talking every 10 minutes. Otherwise, we have to call the doctors. A KKK uh, wizard trapped him in the sound box. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't uh, move it. Yep. Logan, buzz once for yes. All right. I guess I'll say the things I've seen. Man, are you done? Buzz. Sure. Okay, so, yeah, so he's fine. You sure you're done? You said you watched a lot of things. I guess it was just a lot of Ghost Rider. Yeah. Okay. I saw a little film. We still we talk about the movies we watch, right? Not the TV shows. I forget how this goes. Talk about whatever. Logan talked about comic books. I'm reading a pretty good book. Logan it's told us bad. the storyline of a comic book that he didn't even read recently. That's true, and he had a very good... It must be a good comic book, because he had a very comprehensive like view of that, like overview of it. I have I mean, a very clear a memory book. of that story. It was good. Oh, by the way, uh, did the, or did they roll the Planet Hulk stuff into the new Thor movie? I don't think so. They are. It does seem like they're borrowing from it a little bit with the gladiatorial Hulk. Okay. Isn't that always how it goes? Like they'll they'll tease something or they'll use parts of like this beloved comic book, but they'll like do it completely wrong. Are they yeah. Well, yeah, like, like old man Logan, they, like, they took the part where he's old and all the mutants are dead. 
I forget yeah. that Logan is actually one of the worst superhero films of all time. I think we've established it's that. Really on not. Well, it's but just it, Children of Men. Why would anyone watch that? I mean, because Children of Men was good, and like Poop. a your version of Children of Men is still mediocre. No, I disagree. Logan sucks, and the first Captain America movie is just like, why watch that when you can watch Saving uh, Private Ryan? Yeah, don't think of it as uh, Children of Men. Think of it as a worse Children of Men. Think of it as a better X-Men. Yes. <laughs> Why watch is... the first Thor when you can watch Coming to America? They're both fish out of water tales. Yeah, I looked through... Uh... Nah, never mind. <laughs> that was a rare Matt retreat. Usually he keeps going. He put pumped the brakes on that one. All right. I saw a little movie called Alien Covenant. And it wasn't... It was... Even with my expectations lowered, it's managed to not go past and reach go even reach those expectations. It's literally uh, it's it does everything the Prometheus does, but worse. It literally makes all the same mistakes of that movie. Should we pick oh, that for next week? That's really sad because I wanted to see that. Well, no okay, I, I I was gonna get more in depth then, but if I mean it's still you know I mean it's still like a, a horror movie, right? We're spoiling Alien Covenant, like so. Oh, I mean, you should if you're interested in it and you like Prometheus. I mean, I think I still think you should see it. Like, maybe don't. No, I didn't like it. Prometheus because, like, I thought Prometheus was okay, but like you said, there's a lot of. We, I think we talked about there's a lot of Poop. wrong with Prometheus. Well, let's see. Okay, both movies have like smart scientists being really stupid. Both do exactly the same thing. Uh, they both like you don't really care about the characters for a lot of reasons. This one tries to make you care by making literally all of them married to each other. Like one, they're all paired up. Literally every character is. So when they die, you're supposed to feel real sad. Um, is that just because they were spoil the whole thing? I don't know if you're gonna see that. I'm gonna spoil all of it. Is that just because they were on a spaceship for a long time? Yeah, it's like a, it's like a colony spaceship. It's a real Mass Effect Andromeda situation. Um, but they're willing to like. Of course, they're scientists. They're willing, and they're they're responsible for what I think four or five thousand people. They're willing to take like instant risk without even thinking about it, like jeopardizing the lives of all of these thousands of people. Uh, also, hey, remember how in Prometheus, Michael Fassbender was like the by far the best part of it, and he played an amazing character, like a robot who isn't trying to like, oh, I want to be human. Like he knows he's better than humans. Yeah, did they keep uh, that rolling in this one? Oh, you get two. Michael Fassbender's, and you, oh, one good. of them is a like a mustache twirling, cackling villain, and one of them is just a dude. Uh, it makes it does the sequel thing where it makes it bigger and, and worse. Huh. Uh, it's also hard for me to get to be afraid. This is kind of a spoiler. It's hard for me to be afraid of an alien bursting out of someone's chest after Spaceballs. Uh, <laughs> that was a spoiler for yeah. Spaceballs. I mean that that was spoiler, spoiler for Spaceballs. I think that was even John Hurt who did the Spaceballs thing, didn't he? That's so funny. The same guy who did the. The original one to that um yeah so it's it's yeah i mean you could still i mean you know if you want some a horror film sci-fi horror you know like go go on a matinee or something or go on like tuesday um i just feel bad i logan you need to get out of the house more i just i want i don't want you to not go see this movie because i didn't care for it so much well i mean like there's other movies i need to watch anyway i mean i still haven't seen guardians of the galaxy i haven't seen wonder woman but i'm not sure if wonder woman's gonna be good or not if I'm gonna see that or not Buzz is positive, I, I suppose, on it. Yeah, but like, I also feel like the fact that it's Wonder Woman and it's a major female superhero might be skewing people's opinions, unfortunately. Because I also like keep on hearing like it's the first major female superhero film, which isn't even true, but people will keep on saying it. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, I'm, like, also, what's and I like? I'm really like wary of DC's offerings. Yeah. Because the last few have been very bad. Yes, exactly. 
Fair enough, fair enough. Uh, if you want a good DC thing, go and play the Injustice games, because its story mode is amazing. And I don't even give a poop about comics. It's so great. Uh, and I think Alan Tudyk is a part of it. There's a lot of people that are in that game. It, the story mode is amazing. I've never seen a fighting game story this good. And it's super cool. And it's like easy enough that I could totally beat the whole thing. You know, usually like in fighting game single-player modes, it gets real hard real fast. Anyway, that's pretty. That's some good DC stuff. Uh, I also saw another movie called Life. And that was, uh, stop me for this before, it's uh, people on a spaceship discover an alien life form, and it kills them one by one. Was it the one with, uh... Exactly. forgot his name. It's the one with two of them. It's the one with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal. And someone, the, 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 uh, well, it's, well, I watched it on very low volume, and I was very drunk, and I think I fell asleep towards the end. Um, so I would say, yeah, it's great. The alien's cool. Uh, it's cool. It's something different. The design's kind of neat. It's better, like, at first, like, it kind of starts evolving, and then it gets more conventional. But at first, it's pretty cool. Um, I, it was very hard for me to hear this, but I liked, from what I can understand, I liked some of the science-y stuff. It, it's, it stays science for about half the movie, and then it turns into, like, a horror, you know, a total horror movie. It's almost exactly like Alien. Um, and then I fell asleep, so I don't remember the rest. So here's, okay, here's the thing. If you're like me, if you were at someone's house who owned that movie on their Apple TV, you should probably watch it. But if not, don't watch it. Maybe it's when it's on Netflix. Give it a watch. Same thing with Alien Covenant. And now that you're all fast asleep, I will have my own podcast. Okay, that's cool. All right. You hear this Fidget Cube? Let's talk about Fidget Cubes. I like this one that sounds like this. Not me. I like this one that sounds like this. Oh, that's a good one, too. What's right, your favorite side on. of the fidget cube, Dylan? Uh, I think the one that doesn't do anything. It's like a worry stone. Yeah, you just, like, put your finger on. It's like a little divot. Yeah, I'm doing that right now. Can you hear it? I like the joystick part, but not in the part where you use it like a joystick. I like the part where you can pull it out, and then it snaps back in. Oh, I never even tried to do that. Oh, yeah. mine doesn't do that. Also, the trackball, you can, like, click on it. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I like clicking that trackball actually. It kind of like it's kind of gives like a weird spongy, almost like electric feeling in your nervous system. It's fun. Yeah, that's it's a true. real Asmir situation. All right, so we referenced Asmir. I made a Simpsons joke. What else do we do here? Also, the little buttons don't all make the same noise. Yeah, some of them. Uh, I can see you got a Fidget Cube branded Fidget Cube, which is the superior brand of Fidget Cube. It's worth the three hundred percent premium over the knockoffs. Uh, I, that's a pretty good one too. I yeah. thought that I would like the uh, the switch, but I actually did not. One because it's too easy to accidentally flip it while you're trying to fidget with other fidgets, uh, and the other reason is because I feel like out of all of these, that's the one that is going to wear out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fun rocking it without clicking it, but that's very hard. There's not a lot of uh, there's not a lot of dead space there to do that. So, would you recommend this fidget cube? Um. To who? Old people? Uh, what's the demo, do you think? Maybe like sad people who need a friend? I would say people who are already fidgeting with stuff, but then you end up with like a lot of lost parts to pins and stuff like that. Hmm. You just need fair. to That's put something else in your hand to do that too. Logan, do you want to talk about the thing we did or not? Uh, what thing did we do? Get drunk? Yeah. We did that. Yeah, we did. And we went to a Megacon. We represented oh, our yes. podcast. I guess I technically watched Logan recently again. Yeah. Did you watch Logan Noir? 
Logan, no. I believe that question was directed at you. I yeah, I don't even know what that was. The movie in black and white. So there was a part where I was in line for a thing at this convention, and then I see my friend Logan walking there, and I'm trying to wave him down, and then the person in front of me is doing the same, and I realize that he knows both of us. That was a very weird thing that happened. I just happened to be exactly behind him in line for a panel. You're very popular at the convention, by the way. Apparently. Yeah. Fun time was had by all. Next time, I would go for more than one day. I thought one day would be more than enough, especially since I got there at 10 o'clock, but it wasn't. Logan's time, he had enough time to do everything he needed, I think, from his silence. I got to ask Billy West a question. That was fun. Oh, yeah, I saw that on the news. Yeah, that was on the YouTube news. Uh, he gave a very good answer. Uh, he gave a great answer to every single one. It's funny, like, the different... Logan, I'm sure you noticed this too, right? The different panels where, like, sometimes the artist or the voice actors, whatever it is, they're super cynical and they don't care, and sometimes they're, like, very serious about the process. Sometimes they're, like, super good with fans. Sometimes they're just, like, whatever. I've never seen anyone super cynical not care. Oh, I feel like Nolan North was that, but he was on stage with Troy Baker, and Troy Baker was like really serious about his process. It was very fun. I didn't watch Nolan North, so I don't really care. That was the Gail Simone panel. She did Batwoman, if you didn't know that, Matt. I knew that. The Gail Simone panel, like, it was good, but it was really weird because there weren't a lot of people there. There weren't a lot? No, it was like, it was mostly empty. That's weird. I, I feel like she's really important in the comics. I guess everybody yeah, cares no, about... Uh, everyone's busy lining up for the voice of Mario, I suppose. Yeah, but she's... I don't know. Gail Simone's amazing. She's a great writer. Like, I haven't read anything by Gail Simone that, what, that's been bad. Oh, Can man. you see a sense of despair in her eyes that there aren't a lot of people at her panel? Can you see the sadness no, in the no, corners? No, no. She's fine, but I was pretty sad. Did the you Logan... answer her question? No, I didn't ask her a question. That's nope. respectful. The Logan soundboard just started yeah. sounding way better all of a sudden. Way better. I don't know what tweaks you made. If you upgraded the RAM, maybe? I've been doing some uh, some counter spells on it for a while. I didn't think they were just working. T- but... Well, hopefully you can defeat white magic. All right. I get it. Yep. Uh, so I would recommend Megacon. If you're a nerd or a jock or anything in between, you'll find something to like. I was impressed by the General Lee car there with the full-on Confederate flag on it. Wow, that's... Poop. Up. You didn't see that? No. It was right next to one of my favorite parts of it, of the convention was the DeLorean with a Biff impersonator walking around and a guy saying, save the clock tower and holding out a can, and instead it was for like a charity or something. That was fun. A clock tower charity? Clock tower charity. Save a clock tower near you. I mean, it was probably just for him. It's probably a real Biff move to do. Well, he wasn't doing the charity. Biff was just, you know, haranguing the audience. Like when I said, oh, oh, I got free. I said, oh, we got to make like a tree and get out of here. And he said, that's my line. And then I loved him for it. I wanted to hug him. I want to be a Biff impersonator someday. All right. And that's another convention update. Logan, it was fun to see you IRL. It's been years. I wish I could have seen more of you. And I'm going to blame myself for that. (laughs) We should hang out more. All right. Here's the thing. What's... What's between us exactly? Hey, let's not mention where I live. On Did I accidentally here. say the name of your town? I was trying to say a different name. <laughs> Matt, if you're still there, believe that out. Sorry, buds. <laughs> I live next to a certain target that has a lot of history. But you guys know the story. I totally forgot the story. That's good. So, uh, you can cut all this out. And okay. we can just carry on this conversation on our own time. Oh, that's fine. Uh, I was... Looking for a movie to pick because I forgot that that was a thing until today. Oh, yeah, that part. 
All right, let's watch Kubo and the Two Strings. Only animated movies from here on out. Oh, you All right, did, so that's what we're watching, Kubo and the Two Strings? You did that, come I thought, closest in your guess. Let's watch Princess Kaguya. I heard that was a great movie. Am I saying that right? It's recent as released. That's like Watercolor. Matt, you're giving your pick to Dylan? So, Did Matt, you know? it's a hostile takeover. Sorry, buddy. I own doing? your pick now. You're no. like, here, guess this thing. Okay, you're the closest of the one people that guessed. That's true. Those are the rules. Matt, how about this? I'll trade you a first-round pick for a tight end, maybe? Is this uh, inappropriate uh, euphemisms? <laughs> uh, I gave you the ball. It's up to you to catch it. I pitched it to you. Okay, I'm going to have to cut that out. Fair enough. Let's see, what is Kubo and the Two Strings rated? Let's look that up. Rated R. That's uh, also nope. rated PG, so... Let's hey, do we want to watch that dumb Doctor Strange movie? I saw that was on Netflix. I need an excuse for that. Oh, that was alright. I've never seen it. Uh, eh. Here, I'll do... Um, since uh, Kevin's... It's Kevin's pick, but he's not here, so then it's my pick. I'll, as an homage to Kevin, ask you guys a question. Do you want to watch a short movie or a long movie? Short movie. Logan? I don't care. So I win. All right. It's an abstention. And I'm going to say a long movie, so we can't pick any movies. Well, I guess that's the end of the podcast. Maybe we'll read a book. I doubt it. I'm reading a great one about piracy in the 1600s in the in the Mediterranean. It's very fascinating. I'll probably watch instead an old TV show about a ghost who tries to get kids to read all right, which episode of Wishbone are we watching? Prince and the Pauper? That's a good one. That's the only one I ever saw. That's the only one anyone's ever seen. It's like when a TV show will only play the same episode over and over again. That's oh, man, that's really Dr. Wishbone is probably dead. Oh, Hopefully. Yeah. Otherwise, Sad. it's some kind of like maybe curse or something where it can't die. I'll look that up. He's up there in heaven with Please the dog do. from Frasier. And Lassie. All of them. Dog from Frasier. But not Laddie because uh, she's a cartoon. You guys seen this in the news today? What's in the news? Uh, a man. Oh, that's not funny. Never mind. Oh, I guess I well, didn't see the news. Died today. in 2001. So how old was he? His name was Soccer, apparently. Matt, Soccer? we'll get him a new wishbone. Just say it's the same one. Okay, it's the same one. Right. He died at the age of 13. That's a ripe old age for a terrier. Especially a terrier in the entertainment business, they probably gave him like drugs to like you know re- retard his growth, you know. So like he like st- he looks like a little kid. Like um, I mean, no, I just want to watch Wishbone. I'm picking up. I'm sure it's all streaming on YouTube. Yeah, see, soccer is Wishbone playing Robin Hood. Like don't don't look so Whoops. adorable. Uh, that reminds me. According to IMDb trivia, the design for the uh, Jason Bateman Fox was heavily based on Robin Hood, the '70s Disney movie by Don Bluth. I think maybe it looks like Don Bluth. Do you guys ever have, like, random Disney movies that, like, no one else really cares about but are very important to you because that's one of the VHS tapes you had and you watched over and over again? Robin Hood is one of those for me. Nobody cares about Robin Hood. Which Robin Hood? The set, the Disney one where they're all animals. Foxes, I guess. Well, they're all different animals. Oh, yeah. I remember that. They used No, to... no, I'm sorry. The Kevin Costner one. That was very important to me as a child. I think it was called Prince of Tides. Yes, Princess Tides. Princess Moana. Is she a princess? Never seen it. All right, and Matt is hitting, uh, tapping his cigarettes on his table. That means it's time to wrap it up. All right. Good night, everybody, and thanks for listening at a movie show podcast. And now, all the what are we watching are next over. week? We'll find out. Hey, hey pick that movie or whatever, Matt. Oh, you're talking to me? Oh, okay. Yeah. I pick uh, Mindhorn. Gross. Is that a series? 
No, it's a it's a movie. Mindhorn. Yeah. That's the one with the uh, the guy from Mighty Boosh, right? Yeah. All right, we're watching season four of Sherlock. Stephen Moffat's greatest accomplishment. We're watching Mindhorn. Do I have to? Wait, oh, I'm busy next weekend. Oops. I gotta go to a convention and meet uh, Elijah Dushku because I missed her at the last one. When I was asking Billy West a question, standing in line, someone had a big old photo next to Tim Curry and he was like sitting down. It was very sad. Alright, next week's movie is Mindhorn. If I must. I'll say goodnight, everybody. Good night, everybody. Boo. Mighty Boo? Oh, I'm the, I'm the, what's it, the, uh, it's the itcher. There you go. That was a good one. Remember when he was the itcher? No. Have you guys seen, uh, Place Beyond the Pines? No. I almost picked that just because I wanted to talk about it. I saw it a long time ago, and I didn't like it, but I wanted to and wish that I did. And I really Next week's liked, pick is The Wind That Shakes the Barley. I really like the movie that the dude That's made before stupid. that one. Mindhorn. Good night, everybody. Good night, Logan. Good night, Logan. I pee. hope you have pleasant dreams. Once you guys want to hear me pee, I'm going to go. Well, um, actually, I think you're the only person who we haven't heard pee so far. Nobody's ever heard me pee. Uh, no, I think you get slipped on in there. No, I pee quietly. <laughs> Alright guys, I'll catch you all later. Good night. Good night, Logan. He's right, gone. He left. I'm gonna picture him ping. Oh, it looks good. Oh, it sounds good. Alright, place beyond the pines. Or no, the other That's thing I watch. Do I have to watch the other thing? I'd probably rather watch Place Beyond the Pines. Which thing well you should have spoke up earlier. Was that your long pick? That's too late. Yeah. It's Two hours and twenty minutes long. Well, that's real long. Yeah, I can't like forget about this and then watch it like two hours before, like I usually do. Yeah. You well, I didn't do that this time. I watched it on Friday. Do it. it was two the first hours journey. and twenty minutes before. Did it pay off? I was more prepared than I usually am. I feel like it worked to our detriment. Oh yeah, you actually had some some things to contribute. <laughs> I had a lot of things to say because I saw it on Friday and I watched half of it again today. That episode was bad. Don't release it. Which episode? The one, this one. The one, this this one that we just this recorded? One. Yeah, I always threaten to edit my own things, but the ones that I always pick are always really bad episodes, so I don't want to be stuck with them. Summer oh. production, that was a good one. Poop, before I quit recording, let's go ahead and get, um... Alright, say some, say some things here. Say, um... Heck! Pineapple! Say, uh... Poop! Uh, faces. Doo-doo. Uh, monster droppings. Give me a darn. Shit. <laughs> uh, that's close to <laughs> poop. Let me try that again. Whoops. All right, that was a good one. Now give me one. Uh, I'm trying to think of all the different ways that you guys cursed. I'll need to cover it up. Say, what the heck? You can't fix stupid. Something along the lines of what the heck. All right, let me try this. What does the Bible mean? All right, give me an O oh brother. I know you can do that one. All right, I'll give this a shot. Pretty sneaky, sis. All right, say something, but where it sounds like you're sad and exasperated. I've never met another human. 
None of these will work. Hmm. That's a good one. Say, uh, say ducking. Goose man. <laughs> that one might work. 